And good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks, as well on our YouTube channel, Race Time Radio TV. And uh, maybe you're tuned in online at racetimeradio.com. Whatever way you've tuned in tonight, good evening and welcome. You may notice that there is no Joe Jr. in the studio tonight. He's got himself a banged-up foot, got a fracture on the side of it, and he has been a hurting unit for a few days, couldn't make it down the stairs here. So we use the power of the Internet. we got Junior from the uh, Junior Hotel. What's going on there, June Bug? How are you? Hey, 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 just uh, uh, limping around. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a little bit tough. Couch ridden for a little bit. Uh, Going to be uh, surfing around on a couch for, uh, uh, by the looks of it, a couple weeks. But uh, it's it's clicking right along. Yeah. At least I had the chili bowl to watch. Yeah, yeah, some pretty exciting stuff at the chili bowl this year. We've seen a a, a mondo number of flips. We've seen. Uh, some uh, uh, one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in motorsports with Ashton coming out of the car. Thank God he's okay, and he was back to the track. But we did see a lot of great racing in the Chili Bowl this year, didn't we? Yeah, we did for sure. Uh, just the uh, you know the the ever growing event that is the Chili Bowl. Uh, man, it's uh, it's quite a spectacle. You know, you look at. Uh, uh, the job that Flow Racing did, and and uh, you know the coverage that they're able to do, uh, you know it's uh, it's no joke doing ten hours a day for you know uh, two weeks <laughs> straight. Oh, yeah. uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, with all the coverage that they do, uh, they did such a great job. And and hats off, you know, this year they did it a lot different. Uh, with uh, you know it, they used to Flow Racing used to cover all the preliminary stuff, and then it would they would hand the keys over to Mav TV and it would be a completely separate broadcast. Um, not the case this year. They, they uh, uh, basically took the, the live feed from Mav and, or, or from flow and put it on Mav. Uh, just a, a, a great showing. Uh, and, and also a, an awesome, uh, an awesome event overall. Yeah. Like 390 cars showed up to this. Am I correct in that? Like 390. I believe there were 390 entries and, and uh, 300 and 370 some odd cars. Um, it was uh, it was incredible, you know. <laughs> looking uh, looking back, there was all the way to uh, the F2 uh, for uh, for the alphabet soup, or it might have even been the G. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, start kicking the day off on Saturday morning. Uh, but uh, yeah, wall to wall tons of cars uh they had tons of cars leading up to the event as well with all the uh all the other midget divisions and micro sprints and stuff like that uh for the tulsa shootout uh leading up to the chili bowl uh, festival uh but uh just a, an incredible uh you know uh and a, a, it's kind of like a mecca of motorsports really mm-hmm. you know you look at all the different disciplines uh, there was everybody from drag racers to uh, to sprint car racers to NASCAR Cup Series drivers, 
uh, to local Saturday night uh, uh, winged and non-winged sprint car guys. So, um, you know, the talent list is in- incredible every year. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, the parody, you know, you look at the times and all of those great things. Um, man, there was uh, there was races in there where, where they were clicking off the same lap times, you know, lap after lap. And uh, just uh, it's such a cool event. Uh, it's it's one of those things where where, you know, if you could bottle it and sell it, we'd all live on a beach somewhere and, and uh, uh, every event would be like that. Incredible. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. Got a stacked up lineup for you. Of course, they're going to be speaking with Junior for the first segment. Then we're going to get off to a guy that was at the Chili Bowl. Didn't qualify the way he wanted to, but nevertheless, uh, Glenn Styers, Oswegan Speedway. We all know Glenn from the Pindy Series, Oswegan, and all things dirt. Glenn was present and accounted for at the Chili Bowl. I was texting him back and forth with him, and uh, his qualifier went good, Junior. Uh, he did real good. I want to say he finished second in that, moved up to the feature where he wrecked out that particular night, and that put him into Saturday's Alphabet Soup, and things didn't fare out the way he wanted to. He ended up wrecking out of that one in a big fashion. We will catch up with Glenn Stiers on the show tonight uh, in uh, in hour number one, as a matter of fact. We'll also catch up with Tony Stevens, Pitrow TV. You know what I'm talking about. You're a short track fan. You probably have Pit Row TV or you viewed a race on Pit Row TV. Tony Stevens, the principal of Pit Row TV, going to join the show. Thought it'd be a great time to get Tony on the show and find out what we can look forward to with races coming down the line. I know there was some big news with the Cars Tour. Uh, the four NASCAR guys jumped in there. Want to find out the effects, if there is any effects, with Tony and his staff moving forward. we got lots of questions for Tony Stevens here tonight on the show. Then, in hour number two, we got Greg McPherson going to come on. Yeah, Motorama is coming up March 10th, 11th, and 12th at the International Center in Toronto. You don't want to miss it. You're going to see a ton of racetracks here, lots of race cars from all different disciplines. And, oh, by the way, a dynamite car show as well. We got Greg McPherson going to come on. He's always got lots of information from here all the way to showtime. In talking about different guests and different features that are coming up, we will pick Greg McPherson's brain tonight and find out what we can look forward to coming up into the big show. And then off to the West Coast we go. Unfinished business, the best way to put it, with Trevor Siebert. We never talked any RS1 Cup Series racing last week, Junior and I and Trevor. Uh, we ran out of time. We talked to him about Penticton Speedway. The schedule is now launched. You know the Western Rattler 300 is on that schedule for Penticton. Uh, we talked to him in length about that last week, but we never got to talk any RS1 Cup. And that is a huge, huge part of the West Coast. And I know I look forward to catching up with Trevor here tonight. Trying to do a little bit of an extended stay with Trevor here tonight, Joe. And I should be able to pull all the info that fans are looking for and competitors, for that fact, with the RS1 Cup Series. But, uh, man, what a weekend they got after it at Daytona. The ARCA presented by Menard Series was at Daytona. Have a look at the top, top four speeds. We're all Venturini. One at the top, 
had a connection. A guy that you worked with all last summer was on top of the box. And second spot was also a Venturini car, and it was a Canadian to boot. Amber Balkan, second quick at Daytona. Yeah, definitely. Pretty cool. Uh, Caden Lapsovich did a, uh, did a wonderful job this year as a crew chief. Obviously, uh, you know, everybody knows he's a heck of a driver. Uh, you know, he, he's strapped into a lot of different machinery, and he's, he's, he's walked away with a lot of different hardware. Um, he's making a name for himself as a crew guy. Um, you know, you look at some of the names that he's worked with over the past couple of years, uh, working for, for Rowdy and, and Hamke uh, and Cody Glick and those guys. He, he spent a lot of time working with them. Uh, worked with Whitey and, and those guys and, and the, the GM Pie team uh, as well, working with all the other Whitey Motorsports teams as well, you know, through the week. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, working, you know, on his dad's program and his brother's program and his own program. He's, he's a guy that has always rolled up the sleeves and, and uh, you know, he's a guy that understands the race car that's underneath him. So uh, when you get a driver like that, that understands what it takes to win as a driver, what it takes to, you know, be a winning driver and you put them on top of a pit box, it becomes very easy for them to, uh, to make a big splash in whatever pond that they're, that they're, that they're in. Uh, you know, you look at some of the most successful crew chiefs and they came out of being successful drivers. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at Rodney Childers, for instance, spent a ton of time driving super late models all across uh, the Southeast and, and uh, driving NASCAR late model stock cars um, you know, you look down through the list of crew chiefs in the cup series and, and, uh, a majority of them came out of, you know, driving a race car. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, when you look at, at the, the team and, and everything that Billy Venturini has over there, it's a potent mix to mix in a young guy like Caden. Um, now obviously doesn't have the, uh, experience that, that, uh, a lot of the other guys do on the big tracks, you know, the super speedways and, and those sorts of things. But, uh, uh, leaning on the the resource network and all of that stuff that that Venturini has, um, it, it's all about coming at it with a new perspective and and uh, you know that youthful exuberance that comes out with uh, with a young guy like Caden. They'll, they'll come up with new ideas and uh, uh, it's just walking the dog the different direction, right? And mm -hmm. uh, you always you always get a different perspective of of what's happening, uh, you know, in the uh, in the world of racing. Uh, when you get different mentalities on top of that pit box. And, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a potent mixture with, uh, with him and Tony uh, for the 11 races. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely cool. I, I sent him a text and congratulated him. Uh, I, I asked him, uh, you know, what restrictor plate he had in it because it was just testing. <laughs> yeah. Venturini does, you know, every year for testing, Venturini does some PR laps, but uh, sure. uh, it was good. It was cool to see. Uh, and, and by the sounds of it, he's pretty excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's the 2016 NASCAR Pindies champion. Of course, Caden Lapsovich. I was texting with Caden before the test. Wanted to get him lined up for next week here on Race Time Radio, and I got that secured. So we will hear from Caden Lapsovich next week on the program. Figured I'd give him a little bit of time. He's going to wrap up testing, get back to the shop, and uh, hey, he's going to be able to lean on all. Uh, like when you talk Daytona, you got Billy Sr., you got Billy, you got Tom, you got all the guys at the Venturini Motorsports shop that uh, Caden's going to be able to rely on, too. Like you say, Joe, Daytona, he won't have the information, not like uh, a lot of the different crew chiefs uh, that would be out there that are experienced at the big tracks, 
But when it comes time for nuts and bolts and uh, every other kind of facility, Kane Lapsevich is going to be the man, obviously. He, uh, uh, Venturini had that car ready to go. And I know Caden would have had his hand in it. He would have learned as much as Tony did at the test. Uh, kind of cool that Caden Lapsevich is going to be uh, uh, be there. And uh, he's got a fast bullet and a good driver in Tony by the sounds of it. 61 cars took times. Uh, that's a lot of ARCA cars we're used to seeing around that before the pandemic. Maybe we're back to normal car numbers. 61 drivers took time. Oh, that's There's, true. Yeah. So in, in, in ARCA, it's, it's not unheard of for a team to show up there with five or six different drivers to get their drivers uh, solidified. Maybe they're only going to run to Talladega, right. but they need to get approved to, to be able to do so. Or, or maybe they're only going to run Michigan or, or what have you. Um, it's, uh, uh, I believe the car count was 34 at the test itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that being said, it, it hopefully is. Uh, this carbon body that they have uh, now is in full swing in ARCA. Uh, you know, the combination between the, the K&N series and the ARCA series is now, you know, a couple of years in the, in the books. Uh, you're seeing a rebound, if you will, um, of car count. Uh, in in both the the east and the west, and then as well in the in the in the main arc of Menard series, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that you're going to see a decent car count. I don't think you're going to see the 50 cars like you used to see, um, just simply because it costs so much. The the costs are so much different now um, when it comes time for ARCA. And I want to um, say only 36, you know, 36 or 38 qualify, of which there are a couple provisionals, exactly. too. So, yeah, you you got a, you got a pretty thin line in there that you got to walk if you plan on going to Daytona and qualifying for the ARCA 200. I wouldn't doubt that you see, you know, four or five cars go home. That That's kind of yep. where that's kind of where I would see uh, the uh, a solid field for Daytona. Um, if you see four or five cars go home. Uh, that's going to be kind of the, you know, the, the way that ARCA is kind of playing out over the last couple of years. But uh, even that, that's they're still going to have a full field. Uh, it's still going to be a great show. It's going to be the kickoff to Speed Weeks, just like normal, and and uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch. But uh, uh, yeah, it's you know when you look at uh, the Canadian involvement down south, uh, just this past weekend, you know, you got uh, a handful of drivers in the Chili Bowl. You got uh, you know crew chiefs and drivers uh, testing at Daytona. Uh, you've got guys down south. We've got LP Dumoulin's car is in the the, uh, the NASCAR Hall of Fame on Glory Road. Cool. Um, there's uh, there's so much Canadian involvement down south. Uh, it's really cool. It's a cool time to be uh, a Canadian in motorsports. Well, I was just on the New Smyrna website, the New Smyrna Speedway website, of course, seeing for the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Night number one comes up. I want to say it's February the 10th this year. Night number one. They got the list of entries, had to run through it. Uh, Not a lot of Canadian involvement. Of course, we had on uh, last week, we had on Norm Newman with his modified. He's heading down there. Don't know whether I can say I remember seeing Norm's name on the list, the entry list, but I know he's heading that way. Um, The other name that stood out to me was a, a, a crafty Canadian that has been going down year after year. And that's Nicholas Noggle from Canada's East Coast. We'll have to check in with Nick and find out uh, his thoughts heading down to New Smyrna. He's a threat to win down there. Yeah, definitely. He was actually at the uh, at the Red Eye. Mm-hmm. Um, he competed in the Red Eye 
a few weeks back. Uh, didn't get the results that he wanted, but uh, but he was there and competed and, and uh, in the super late model division. Um, you know, the past couple of years, we've seen Nicholas bring both a pro late model and a super. It leaves one in the box, though. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he chooses to run super or run pro. Um, by the sounds of it, he's going to run super because they had both there at the red eye. Um, and, uh, I believe he only unloaded the super. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that there's going to be a surprise name pop up in there, uh, from Canada, uh, in, in the pro late model side of things, um, maybe for a handful of nights. Um, and, and I think that there's going to be also probably a surprise on the modified side. I know there's a couple of guys that have modifieds that, that, uh, that fit the rule book. So, It'll be interesting. You know, I, I don't think that it's going to be as strong as it used to be. Uh, but, you know, I think that when you look at all of the different placements for Canadians, um, they're taking a look at, at different races. The Snowflake 100 is very attractive. Mm-hmm. The, the um, you know, the the Nashville 400 is very attractive as well. And, and uh, you know, with the improvements coming uh, I know a lot of guys are looking at that that North Wilkesboro race as well. Yep. Um, so it's going to be really, really interesting over the next uh, year and a half, two years. Um, it, it does cost a tremendous amount of money to run New Smyrna Speed Weeks. Well, it's like um, running a full season in, a, in nine nights. Exactly. It's a full season at reduced pay. <laughs> That's yeah. the craziest yeah. part about it is that. Um, you know, it is a full season, but you're only running for a fraction of what it is normally. Uh, so it's uh, at a track that's very difficult on equipment. It's it's not, you know, you don't hit anything lightly at New Smyrna Speedway. So no. um, you can gobble up some equipment in a hurry. It's difficult on motors because the thing is spinning so high all the time. And uh, it's a hell you know, of a it's, ride. <laughs> it's expensive on tires. So when you look at the uh, when you look at the proposition, when you look at the dollar where the Canadian dollar is right now, it's not conducive. Speed Week is is a difficult proposition for a lot of these teams. So, um, but I'm okay with that. Um, and 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 you know it ebbs and flows. We've seen it where you know 20 Canadians were down there. We've yep. seen it where there's three Canadians down there. So um, I think that it's still healthy. It's going to be a great Speed Weeks. And uh, you know by the looks of it, there's there's a lot of dirt guys that are going to be down at Volusia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of dirt guys. There are going to be a lot of race fans at both the tracks in and and Daytona. Let's face it. Um, it, it you know, it's like a twenty mile radius in between all of them. If you go to Daytona International, you're close to New Smyrna. You're close to Barberville. Uh, you, you can get all of it in. And uh, truly, a short track fan, a race car fan, uh, you want to head to Speed Weeks uh, at Daytona, at New Smyrna or at Volusia County Speedway. All of the above are going to be off the charts. And I know we always check in with New Smyrna, get them on. Uh, Ten different divisions are going to take the green flag over the nine nights of racing called the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. It's going to be exciting. It will be for sure. It's uh, it's definitely awesome. And and I heard that uh, on the program tonight you're going to have Greg McPherson yes. on. Um, uh, talked to Greg uh, earlier on in the week. Uh, uh, of course, my new position with Corey McAllister and, and Two Speed, uh, Two Speed Motorsports. Um, uh, we've got a booth lined up for the uh, for the Motorama. Good. Uh, we're going to be unveiling a bunch of new stuff. Uh, uh, and uh, Greg has got some crazy cool things happening with that Motorama show. Uh, he always does. There's always some some neat little tidbits that come out towards the beginning 
uh, or towards the the unveiling of the show. And yeah. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say tonight. You know, uh, lots of stuff happened locally, too. Uh, new, uh, uh, Sunset Speedway has been lighting the lamp, of course. NASCAR's back. Uh, they've been doing a lot of announcing. I tried to get Brian Tottish to come on the show tonight, but he's unavailable. Uh, but there is lots happening there. I got to say, I read through the post, and at, like about 50% of them were on the negative side, 50% on the positive side. And you got the 31 car in the middle going, hey, give it a chance. Let's find out where it goes. I'd like to get Brian Tottish on here. Uh, he's making news. I can put it that way. He is for sure. And, and uh, you know, I don't think that Rick Waltz is alone by any stretch of the imagination when and he's saying give it a chance. Um, you know, the, the NASCAR Wheelin Series, uh, and now it's the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Series, um, has been a great program. Um, sure. You know, I've been a part of it. I've, I've, you know, worked on race teams that have, have raced in it. Um, I've, I've watched it from the outside. I've seen it. I've been a part of it. Um, everybody says that it costs the race teams extra money and, and this and that. And, and it and does. There's man, no doubt. It, it, it does, but it's such a minute amount of money. It's, I mean, we're not talking 500 bucks here. We're talking, we're talking 150 to 200, um, on the membership side per guy. You know, so and and typically, um, it, it's okay if a race team has their guys pay for their own or right or uh, they don't have it, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's that little membership card comes with the life insurance policy that you don't get with anyone anywhere else, right? Um, if you have a NASCAR membership and you're hurt at the racetrack, you'd be glad to have that NASCAR membership. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you look at at the the value of that and how much it pays out. Um, it's going to be the best paying proposition in short track racing next year. Yeah. Um, you know, when you look at, at the, the top tier, uh, when you look at the championship, when you look at a guy that can make it into the top 500, uh, it's going to be one of the best paying propositions in, in short track racing here in Canada. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see it all lay out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that, uh, it made some bold moves, obviously, with the Oscar hot rods. And he changed or, or the, the body, right? He changed the body. He allowed us up to a 1986, where you see Oscar only does, uh, with the hot rods, he only allow up to 74. So they're not really yeah. working too tight together there. But, yeah. Joe, we got lots to talk about over the time. Uh, but I do got to scoot along. I'm going to have Glenn Styers up here at 725. Just wanted you to know, I reached out to Brian Toddish. Wasn't available this week. Hopefully next week or, you know, one of these few coming weeks because the guy is making lots of noise. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's cool to see. And, and when you see Glenn, uh, tell him tell him I, I, I say congratulations. and glad he's okay after that big ride that he took. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's one of those guys that you're going to see down at New Smyrna Speed Weeks. So uh, he's trading the midget in for a, for a pro-late model, and uh, uh, he's going to go uh, – Go burn some rubber on on uh, on Florida's fastest half mile. It's going to be cool. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Glenn Styers is coming up next. Junior, thanks for jumping on here. Good to hear that you're feeling a little bit better. And you never know, I may be back to you yet tonight uh, to jump back on. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> Can you bring some ice for my foot? <laughs> I can after the show. After the show. <laughs> Stick it out the window. It's freezing outside tonight. <laughs> Thanks so much, Junior. 
You bet. So that is Joe Jr. Uh, off, not at the Race Time Radio studio this week, but uh, he will be back, I can guarantee you. Um, uh, he heard it the other day, and uh, yeah, sucks when you got a bad foot and you got to try and walk down 12 stairs to get into the studio. Uh, but I know he will be back. And so will we. We're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time Radio. Next up, a guy that was at the Chili Bowl with his own eyes, his own car, Glenn Styers, going to join us on the other side of the break. So you stay right there. Don't you go anywhere. Race Time Radio is just getting started. Hello, race fans. This is Adam Andretti, and you're listening to the best of Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's country universe. The next generation on the highway, channel 56. I need something you. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. A Canadian that made an indelible mark across the world, Alex Trebek is best known as the host of Jeopardy, a show he hosted over 6,300 times since his debut in 1984. Alex won five Emmy Awards over that stretch and is still perhaps the most popular game show host of all time. His work with charities such as World Vision was tireless, and his foundation continues to benefit children across the globe. Alex Trebek, 2006 inductee on Canada's Walk of Fame. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's race time radio. Hello. Nah, he's they're talking about me. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. The Chili Bowl was on the weekend. Yes, it was. Uh, you know that. If you're a short track fan, you would have caught it on Flow Racing. Um, down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, of course, indoor show. Uh, and it's uh, that was that this year was the 37th annual Chili Bowl Nationals. And, man, what a turnout. We did have some Canadians go down there. Um, I want to say Dylan Westbrook was in there. 
Uh, Dylan qualified fairly decent. I want to say he went D or E, uh, maybe even taller than that. Um, in in the qualifying order, uh, he made it. He advanced the most. Uh, the idea is you win your heat, you go to your feature at that time, and it could be the, I don't know, the H feature. And the top guys move on. They go to the next round. You run your heats, you run your features, same thing, all the way through to make it into the A main. Um, the top guys qualified in on time, and then they take so many out of the heats, I believe, or not out of the heats, but out of the features. Uh, Glenn can clarify all of it. I know there was a pile of racing, and it lasted all week long, and man, what a show. Um, I didn't tune in every night. Uh, the night Joe Jr. hurt his foot, uh, we, uh, I buzzed him up to the hospital, took, uh, took him up there, had to get him home, got him some dinner, got him all situated. And by the time I got home, uh, things had pretty well progressed all the way through. Um, but that was the night, however, when Ashton came out of his car. And when he came out of his car, headfirst into the dirt, uh, the belts came off and uh, he came out of the car. And, of course, those cars don't have uh, wings. Uh, so, you know, he was uh, uh, pretty well exposed all the way through and uh, came out headfirst into the dirt. It was one scary situation. Uh, but thankfully, last night, he was back at the track and uh, he, he was walking and talking just fine. Uh, so thank God all those prayers were answered by absolutely everybody. And we, I believe, have got Glenn Styers coming up. Uh, we, we can't see him real well. There's not a lot of light where he is, but I know we can hear. Oh, there we go. I can see you a bit. Now there. How you doing, Glenn? Good. I'm just traveling down the road, just getting back from the uh, Chili Bowl. Yeah. Just about ready to pull into my laneway. Oh, are you? Are you? Okay, well, don't, don't be wrecking. Don't be wrecking going in the laneway. Uh, we're, 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 we're fine. We almost got hit by a train. So oh, that. Yeah, uh, well, I'm glad you didn't do that. Uh, quite an eventful week for you, Glenn. I know it didn't go the way you wanted to, but it had moments where things were looking really good for the zero car. Yeah, we were um, in our heat race. We were uh, probably going to finish second or third, but... A car ended up hitting the wall and uh, collecting me. And, uh, you know, those cars, um, they don't turn really good once you're committed going through a corner. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't avoid it. And then, and the L feature, um, we ended up doing really good. And uh, I think we were at 11th or something at one point. Mm -hmm. And then within a few laps, I was, uh, Going, I was running fourth, but I was, you know, passing a few cars at a time. And, uh, yeah, I got collected by the retaining wall and ended up flipping down the back straight. So, yeah. other than that, it was, I had potential. Oh, you had potential, all right. And I did see that wreck. My heart was in my mouth going, what, what? But that is kind of commonplace at the Chili Bowl. I don't know what the flip count was at, but I, I think the last time I seen it was like 28 or something like that. There was a lot of flips, and it's commonplace in open-wheel racing, even at a Swicken. It is kind of commonplace. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, it, it looks kind of violent when you crash, but, it, you know, being inside the car, it's really not as bad as it looks. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, as long as you don't hit nothing and stop, what I find is the car that goes in and makes impact with something and stops dead, that's usually yep. when the driver does get hurt. The uh, the tumble and roll, it's uh, the driver's going for one wicked ride that he'll never forget. How many times have you flipped, uh, Glenn, in your career? How many times do you think you've gone over? Well, it averages about five a year, so... <laughs> I've been racing about 20, 20 something years, so probably a hundred times, I guess. Oh man, man, you never get used to it, right? You always probably cringe, going, "Oh, hopefully tonight's not the night." But I got to go and I got to win. Yeah, you know what? It's um one of those situations. If you if you take it easy or if you're cautious, um, you're going to get collected. You have to be wide open and uh, you know. Just you got to be on the edge. I mean, that's there's no other way. Nah, and that's the way you guys live your life is on the edge. And I know Glenn Stiers, that's got you written all over it. Uh, you did have some teammates. Dylan Westbrook was down there uh, flying the colors. Uh, you had uh, is it Dale? Is Dale the other one that was down there with you? You had three guys from Ontario, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the guys were crate uh, uh, crate uh, driver. Oh, I uh, see. Uh, you know, just this people were giving, kind of giving me updates. And one of the guys had just won one of the last races at a Schwiggin here. And um, Dylan, he did really good. He was in, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if he was in the C or the D. I think he might have been in the D. Mm -hmm. And he come up all the way to make the A, which was, uh, you know, really, really incredible for him to have such a uh, an amazing drive because it's hard to pass on those tracks, you know. And, uh, you know, he passed, he had, he had to pass 30 or 40 cars. You know, that was pretty incredible. Yeah, to make your way to the front. J.J. Yaley, I know another really good friend of yours. I can remember the years you and I were down at Daytona. J.J. jumping into a cup car. Uh, you guys have remained friends for a long time. And uh, J.J. Yaley in one of your cars. Yeah, J.J., um, again, he was uh, running really good. He made it to the uh, A main on, the, on his qualifying night. And um, he missed he missed the uh, big show by, you know, even Kyle Cummins. They were all really close. And, um, yeah, but it, it's such a tough, tough dealers. 364 cars there for 24 spots. So yeah. that's kind of give you an idea of how difficult it is. Oh, man, that that's off the hook. That's a lot of cars. That's a lot of racing that you got to do. A lot of emphasis. I know how much emphasis you guys put on everything, just getting prepared to go down and do it. Uh, takes a year of preparation for, a, you know, a week of uh, competition, really. Absolutely. It's uh, really incredible. I mean, even when the cars were all done, they spent a month just preparing everything to uh, to get everything uh, going, you Pre know, and uh, to make that trip down there is pretty incredible. So now you've got that out of your system, Glenn Stiers, and I know Speed Weeks is coming. What do you got? Another, uh, what, uh, two weeks, maybe two and a half yeah, weeks, and the World yeah, Series eight, of Asphalt. We're, we're going to Volusia um, the 26th, 27th, 28th, I think. And um, from of January, on, of January, January, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're running a 360 there. Uh, we come back home a few days and then go back down. And then, um, so I'm going to be running with Kenny Schrader and his UMP modified, and then, um, WIM 
uh, WMI Motorsports right. uh, with Whitey. Um, we're going to run five uh, pro late model races there. And then um, I have uh, the East Bay, the king of 360s. So so three, three, uh, 360 shows in uh, February. And the king, you won it once, right? You did that a few yeah. years ago. My car, my car's won it three times. And, um, and I, yeah, I did it myself. The, the, you know, I think it was 2014, mm -hmm. but yeah, pretty incredible. I remember it well, down at East Bay. I knew that was a soft spot in your heart. You love racing that track. Uh, it's going to yeah. be exciting. I can guarantee you that. Now, will this be your first trip to New Smyrna Speedway in the World Series of Asphalt Stucker Racing as, as a, as a fan? But it's, I, I know this is your first trip going in as a car, and a driver, but have you been to New Smyrna before? Yeah, you know what? I went there um, a long, long before I was driving, and uh, um, you know the World of Outlaws were running, and I went and watched them at Volusia Speedway, mm -hmm. and then from there I ended up going over one night just to check it out, and um, I never ever dreamt of going back there and running five races, but I want to get prepared for um, the Pinties race because. Uh, the Pinties is a, a lot more difficult than I ever imagined. And uh, I got to redeem myself because we didn't do very well last year. And uh, I'm hoping to, um, you know, at least place in a top top 10 or top five. That's that's my goal anyways. Now, I can see you doing it. The rookie stripes come off this year. Yes. Uh, it, yes. it like Glenn, you went through a lot of stuff there. Now, man, you're bouncing back. You are looking back to the way Glenn Styers used to approach a race and do things. So, uh, forget last year. That was a learned year. Watch out this year. And I tell you what, New Smyrna Speedway, uh, when I think back to the early days, the very first time I went to New Smyrna, uh, I, I want to say it was 1995. Yeah, it was. 1995. I'm down there. Um, I had just bought Sobble Speedway. And I went down with a buddy of mine. Actually, uh, it was Jerry Downey that owned Quick Lube here in Old Sound. He said, Hey, have you ever been to Daytona and done Speed Weeks? I said, nope. He goes, you own a racetrack. you got to come. So the two of us went down. We went to New Smyrna Speedway. I watched these open-wheel formula cars, the Jackaroot barbecue sauce open-wheel cars, go for the first time, I believe, on New Smyrna. That, Glenn, was craziness. I thought, oh, nothing's going to get nuttier than that. I go to the big track and I watch the clash and I watch, you know, guys like Kenny Schrader out there. And I seen him go by at 200 miles an hour. I thought, oh, man, nothing can get nuttier than that. Look at this. Yeah. This is crazy. And then Jerry says, oh, we're going to go out to Volusia County Speedway. Now, that's back when Volusia County was the half mile asphalt track. And gotcha. the dirt track was the little track off to the side. We went out there. And sure enough, what was there? The Super Modifieds. And they were flying around the track. And I'll tell you what, the most impressive thing I ever seen was watching those Super Modifieds on the old configuration of Volusia County Speedway and watching those guys with the vapor trail coming off. Look like your sprint car. Only yeah. on asphalt, these guys are warping it around the racetrack. I couldn't believe my eyes, man. I'll tell you what. I went to Speed Weeks for 20 years thereafter. Never missed a show. Uh, and that now Volusia County has done the old swap -a -roo. Now they've got the half-mile dirt, 
and the little truck. I don't even know if the little truck's still in operation for asphalt, but uh, Volusia County on the half mile, man, that's a real deal. You guys would cook around there. Yeah, we're um, so I started building my own sprint car chassis, and uh, we're going to debut the new car then. And uh, I'm hoping for some uh, spectacular results. We got new engines, all just just really, really incredible stuff happening with the GSR chassis side of things. Yeah, I'm going to say, how is GSR? How are things being activated? Is it all coming along? Is it doing what you wanted it to do? Yeah, we're coming coming along really good. Um, I just ordered all of the uh, CNC machinery equipment to uh, start building my own motors. And uh, um, our whole plan is to hopefully rebuild the um, NASCAR motor so that just to save that cross-border uh, interaction. And um, I'm hoping I can get it done. And we're hoping like for maybe September um, to be, you know, the doors open. So building's done. Um, we're just waiting for the machinery. Man, you never take your foot off the gas, my friend. You just keep her on going. Oh, one other quick story I want to share with you. Uh, that same year at Volusia County Speedway, uh, the super late models were running, right, on the half-mile asphalt. And uh, Jerry Downey and I, there was a few Canadians in the pit area. We had some in the garage area at Volusia. We had some at New Smyrna Speedway. But I look across the pit area, and I see the number 62, that's Lloyd Ritchie. You know the Ritchie guys. Do you remember Chester, right? So Lloyd was driving. Chester was there helping his kid. And they had popped a motor earlier in the day. And uh, I'm looking across the pits, and I hear the story. out. I blew a motor, so they're not going to be in competition tonight. I went, damn, the Orange Blossom special isn't going to be out there. I was really hoping for it. I know them really well. Anyway, uh, I, I'm, I couldn't believe my eyes. Look over. You remember Chester, right? The guy, he was a bear. And I, I, I'm looking over the pits, and I see him lift the front of the 62 Super Late Mall. Glenn, it came off the ground a good foot. Not off the ground, sorry, on Jackstens, but up off the Jackstens about a foot. And I said, Jerry, Jerry, look, look. I said, I can't believe my eyes. There's got to be a lift somewhere underneath that thing. After the, the races were over, Jerry and I went into the pits. And sure enough, now there was no motor in the car. Chester needed to adjust it, so he lifted the front end of the car, which is no easy feat, I might add. And that was my, in, uh, my uh, uh, first trip there, and I couldn't believe my eyes. But uh, poor Chester's not with us anymore. But there's one for you, Chester, thinking of you, buddy. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a wild asphalt stock car racing. Uh, you're ready for this? When do you roll into Volusia? Or pardon me, not into Volusia. You told us that January 26th weekend. Uh, when do you roll into New Smyrna? Do, do you know the five nights you're going to run? There's a there's a ten day show. I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I have a schedule all planned out. So we're going to run five days with um with uh, the Pro Lane model. Five days with UMP modified. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing six days with a 360 sprint. So I got like 16 races planned down there. Incredible. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know last year, all the action, all nine nights from uh, uh, New Smyrna Speedway were all covered on Flow Racing. They did a great job. Uh, looking forward to that again this year. Hopefully that's the case because Glenn Stars, I can tell you there's going to be a pile of Canadians pulling for you. Rookie stripes are rough, my friend. It's time to go to victory lane. What do you say? Awesome. I can't wait. I'm really excited. 
And again, I hope I. Uh, so when I went to the snowball derby at the end of the, at the end of the week, our last run there Sunday, we started passing cars, mm-hmm. started moving forward, and start running with the big dogs, which was really, really um, good. You know, a good feeling and showing some potential. Uh, really built our confidence, and so we're going to go in here. Uh, confident. That's all I can ask for. You can do it. I know you can, and you know you can. Uh, we're just going to have to show everybody else that Glenn can not only get it done on dirt, but he can get it done on asphalt. Uh, it's going to be wicked. And I know we look forward to seeing you in the Pindy series back here in Canada, but that's all for another show and shows to come. For right now, you get ready, and uh, good luck down at Volusia County. And I know I'm going to be bugging your ass to get you back on Race Time Radio. Lots for updates, bud. Oh, yes. Anytime. And uh, I just got done. I'm home uh, from traveling from the Chili Bowl. It was a long day traveling, and uh, I'm ready for bed. I wouldn't doubt it. No, no pulling the dirt car out and heading, heading out onto the Big O. I just might. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Glenn, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. We genuinely appreciate it, buddy. The world's best to you, bud. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. You bet. You that later. is Glenn Styers. Did a great job at the Chili Bowl on the weekend and uh, getting ready to go. Back down to Florida in a couple of days. He's going to go to Volusia County, then off to New Smyrna Speedway, and so on and so forth. I'll tell you what. This guy gets it done. Don't forget to check out GSR, Glenn Stars Racing. Uh, they got a lot of great racing products. You want to check them out. If you're into racing, uh, Glenn Stars Racing, you want to check it out. Guaranteed. We are going to hit a quick break here on Race Time Radio, and we will be back in uh, just a couple of minutes. And I know Tony Stevens is going to be with us on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hey race fans, Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, to coast you're listening to Canada to Canada Talks. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guest DJ 
DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's Little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home Great. away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on the Buried Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a, a tap, tap away. away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. We're just getting started. That's right. Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet, but hang tight, it's coming. Now, back to more Race Time Radio and Joe Chisholm. (laughs) Oh, the beauty of live radio. I forgot to turn my mic off, so I bet everybody knows what I got to do. But welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks, and live on our YouTube channel, Race Time Radio TV, and live on racetimeradio.com. Got to welcome in our next guest. You know the name. The name, Tony Stevens, and he is Pit Row TV, and he joins us now. What's going on tonight, Tony? How you doing? It's been a while, bud. Doing pretty good, Joe. I'm sorry. I guess it's my phone decided to pick now to go wonky, so ah. all of a sudden I wouldn't be able to hear something, to now I'm, I can barely hear you, but I'm also at a Top Golf here in Charlotte, so uh, that's uh, that might have something to do with it, ah. but uh, we're having a, a company outing tonight, just kind of a year-end appreciation thing, bring everybody out, have a good time, and... Uh, before you know, it's going to be race season, so this is kind of the time we do those things. Yeah, i seen a release, I want to say Thursday, something like that. Uh, Thursday there was a release done, and I believe it had uh, something to do with karting. Ah, you're having a hard time hearing me. I can see that you're having a hard time hearing me. Uh, I got my mic on. I know it's turned on, so maybe you're having a hard time. Do you want to reconnect again? Let's let's try that. Yeah, and see if my speakers decide they want to cooperate. So, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's try that. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna dial me back. Okay. So All that's right. that's what we'll do. I'll turn you down, and Tony Stevens is gonna join us here in just a second. I'm just gonna hit. There you go. Okay. So Tony is gonna dial this right back, and then we're gonna have him back in. Hopefully, his speakers decide that they want to kick in and cooperate. Uh, Pit Row TV. You can always catch. Tony has got a ton of races, um, like from all over the U.S. You name it, he's got it. And uh, Tony is back with us. Tony, your speaker's working now. It's uh, it's working, but it's still it's hard for me to hear you. So I think that's my phone being wonky. Yeah, uh, I, half the time on my laptop for these things. So uh, uh, it very well could be. It's hard to say. You know what I mean? I gotcha. I need you to turn your camera because you're going to make everybody go sideways. <laughs> 
there you go. Probably my because of that. It's probably my phone. That yeah. would not surprise me at all. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. Oh, How, there we go. I figured it out now. Okay. Did you? It, you it gave a, it a new button. That works. Give it a tap, and away it goes. Tony, uh, it, it is January, and it is the time that the building process starts. I know you haven't got everything laid out for Payroll TV so far. Uh, but how are things coming for 2023? Pretty good. I mean, we've got a lot of folks that are interested in having us do their events, obviously. And that's that's a good problem to have, right? Try to figure out how to get our staff sorted out and where we got to go and we've got to be there and things like that. So those are, those are definitely good problems to have. And obviously, I'm sure everybody up there heard the news. We've been working with the Cars Tour forever. Uh, everybody's heard the new ownership news there. So we've got new people in place that we've got to learn how to work with and and how they want to do things, and there's certainly a, a lot of that as well. So a lot of moving parts, but, uh, you know, everybody, yeah, they've done a fantastic job. And like you said earlier, I mean, we we were still busy three weeks ago in Daytona doing doing karting events, and even this last night we had a crew over doing one of the bigger events in South Carolina at this time of year. So uh, it's it's been busy, and we, we stay busy pretty much all year long. It's just a matter of how busy we are. And uh, this is, yeah, one of those lull times that we try to, take advantage to plan at least a little bit so uh pit road tv you got pit road tv uh cars tv uh cars tour tv and yep. the u.s legends i know they've leaned on you for a long time and you have gone down to citrus county speedway and everything that we see with the u.s legends in that speed week part of it has all been you and your production uh is that back together are we going to be able to see you and tim terry and the whole crew that's the entire plan. I just uh, I booked the, uh, the lodging not that long ago, trying to get all of our staffing stuff sorted out. It's uh, it's we like making the trip down there. It's it's a long trip for us, not probably as long as it is for you, obviously. But uh, you know, you get rolling that first part of the year. You're like, man, I've been really happy sleeping in my own bed, <laughs> not not having to bust my tail as hard. And about that Friday, you're like, I got to leave about eight a.m. and drive ten hours towing a trailer full of stuff and. You get rolling, but once you're at the racetrack, it's like it never stops. You just go right into automatic mode. And, and we like going down there. It's great racing. Uh, they're expecting a great entry list again this year for the U.S. Legend Cars Winter Nationals. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Kyle McGowan's going to be uh, kind of in charge of the event uh, this year. So uh, he, And he's been race directing their national events. So uh, that's going to be a good thing to see. And he'll have all of his team that he's had in the past. And uh, usually your Canadians do pretty well down there. And uh, I think last year uh, – was it Danny Chisholm was in the running for the week-long championship? Yeah, Danny so, uh, did good. It's going to be fun to see how it plays out this year. It's always fun. I love going to Citrus County, great part of Florida, great racetrack, and the racing's always good, which certainly makes it that much better when you make that trip. And it's so cool, right? With the U.S. Legend cars and the Bandoleros, they are equal. It, 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 the difference is behind the wheel, right? Uh, and that's cool. Yep. When you can see parody like that, a lot of people, uh, nose to tail racing, nose to tail. No, it's not, because not everybody's got the same talent level. And when you get them out there dicing it up, yeah, there's a lot of hits and spins because you're not used to running against this guy. Uh, you know, I'm from Nova Scotia. Well, this guy here's from BC, or maybe he's from, you know, Maine. It doesn't matter. They come from all over the place to get involved with it. And uh, it's just kind of cool when you see the parody from the kids right up into the adults. It's cool racing. And they can watch it all on U.S. Legend TV. Absolutely. And that's what we like about it. The racing is always good, especially at the national events, because you have the best teams and drivers from everywhere around the country coming together. 
and it really is kind of a, a super field, if you will. So it's really, really cool to see. And like you said, it's the parts are all specked out. It's all about what the team and the driver can do and, and how they can use their skills and their engineering prowess to get the car to go, you know, do something different mm-hmm. uh, and the driver to do the same thing. But they're all working with the same the same pieces of the puzzle. It's just who can put it together the best. And, and that brings out some fantastic racing for sure. So with Cars Tour TV, is it safe to say, Tony, you're still going to be involved? Is it still your guys or is that still to be determined as the pie goes together? Well, we just announced the new ownership last week. So we're still figuring out who, who's, who's going to be who's signing these checks. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those things. But, but it's our intention to come back and certainly be at all the events. We are excited about the season have been since the end of last year before any of this even came about. So uh, that's always, again, speaking of great racing, the Cars Tour is certainly where it's at. And it's one of the reasons that those four folks partnered together uh, because they were, they're all subscribers, right? They've all seen what, what is on track. They've seen the broadcast. And that's one of the reasons they fell in love with it. Uh, obviously, Dale Jr. being a car owner helps as well. But right. a lot of the others, you know, they watch. So they know what the product is they're getting. And uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, as far as we're concerned, we're certainly excited about 2023. One thing I can tell you from now being on this side of a camera, uh, it, it, it appears easier than it actually is. Uh, it, and no one, Tony, knows the history of the Cars Tour like you do. Uh, you, you guys have grown this property. Uh, you've worked together, of course. Uh, you know, the tour is there. But the visual element of this, uh, it, it, you guys have been carrying the ball, man. Uh, so I cannot see a day where, you know, four brilliant people like that step in with another batch of brilliant people and then say, oh, by the way, Tony Stevens, you and your crew, there's the door. Uh, We're going (laughs) to roll in somebody that absolutely knows nothing about it, maybe really good TV guys, but they're not going to know squat about the tour. And I think that is something that needs to, like, you got to know, if you don't know, it's going to come through on that TV. Yeah, I certainly appreciate the kind words and the compliments. And yeah, we've put together a fantastic crew over the years that they've been able to do a a remarkable job of bringing those stories to everybody and telling those stories and showing the action and getting everybody involved with that. We're certainly proud of what we've been able to accomplish. And, um, you know, it's it's we continue to hear that type of feedback. And it really it's it's mind blowing to me because, yeah, I'm you know, it started something very small and. you know, we all kind of grew it all together between the tour and us and everything else. So something we've certainly been proud of is what we've been able to accomplish there and how we've been able to grow it. And uh, certainly how we've seen that passion of fans start to come back over the years and how they've really fallen in love with the tour. And that's something really, really cool. And we really, really like that because, you know, that's what it's all about, to get new fans, get them engaged and keep them engaged so they become a long term fan. It's a big package. Tony, can I get you to hang out? I got to throw it back to sure. Toronto for a 90 second news update. And then we're back for hour two. Can you hang out? I want I still got a few questions sure to ask you. Perfect. Absolutely. Tony Stevens going to stay with us. You're going to get up to date on Sirius XM. And then we're coming back for hour two. Don't miss it. Stay right there. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. 
When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. We're getting them talks. And just like that, hour two begins tonight. Only one Joe tonight. The other one's got a bad foot. He's on the other side of town. But that's another story. We will get him back in the studio at some point on the hotline. And if you joined us on our YouTube page, you'd be able to see Tony Stevens. Spit Road TV is with us uh, in the studio somewhat. He is in Charlotte and uh, how'd the go-karting go today? Did you get out? Did you get in a cart and do any racing? Uh, not, not, not this weekend in paradise. No, no. I, I, I actually, uh, of all things, my penguins were in Raleigh. So I went to go watch the penguin game last night in Raleigh. And unfortunately, they lost two to one. Um, speaking of which, a shout out to Tim Terry. His Canucks are in Raleigh right now. Oh, yeah. And last I saw, they too were getting beaten. So his trash talk might not go very far. But uh, <laughs> now today we're, we've been hitting golf balls today with the crew. Something a little different. We thought about the go-karting thing. And it's like, you know what, let's let's do something a little different because we're always around race cars. Right. So uh, we, we've been having some fun hitting some golf balls and cracking up and laughing at each other and uh, just, just kicking back and relaxing, having a few drinks or some snacks or whatever. And it's been a good time. Uh, and that's the a whole idea of what's called the off season. Tony, you haven't got a very big off season. We're only talking like a, a matter of a few weeks. But when you're down in Florida, do you get an opportunity? I know you guys are running full tilt. Do you get an opportunity to slide over to the big track, get over to Daytona, and see Daniel Norwood and the guys and uh, experience Daytona a wee bit? We try to. And, and given on a year, like a couple years ago, we stayed a few days, went to the 500, did the whole thing. One thing that we try to do, and it's one time I remember I was, I was talking to Michael Fatback McSwain, and he was talking about how folks tell him, you know, back when he was big time crew chief, Man, it must be great. You go around the entire country and see everything and blah, blah, blah. And he said something to the effect of, I get to travel the country, but I don't get to see any of it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of stuck with me. And I thought, you know, that's important. We're fortunate enough to get to go to all these cool places, be it Daytona, be it Las Vegas for like Asphalt Nationals or Legend Cars or, or anywhere else in between. And we may not always get those opportunities again. So I think it's important and we even plan for it. Um, we'll make some concessions in our travel and things like that. We're quite often, you know, like when we went to Vegas back in November, you know, I gave my guys an extra day or two in Vegas just to enjoy Vegas because again, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, right? We may never have that opportunity again. So, so yeah, we try, we might not do it every time and every year, but we certainly try to at least take a little bit of time on some of these trips that are, you know, to destination type places and enjoy it just a little bit, even if it's for half a day or whatever, to kind of get a little bit of that fun factor and keep it fresh. So it doesn't become just a job because once you lose that spark, you lose some of that, some of those little intangibles that make these things so special. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to talk about the area that you're in, right? Like I can relate to that. Uh, We had been doing 
uh, Nova Scotia. Uh, we did all the races, all the Pro Stock Tour races in Nova Scotia for like 10 years. And out of the 10 years, I can honestly say I have never been to the harbor front in downtown Halifax. I've never done it in 10 years. I've been at the airport. Uh, we go to Andy Ganesh, and um, I, I had been doing the IWK for, I don't know, three or four years in a row. And uh, my wife, Sue, would come along uh, in those days. And uh, we had never gone anywhere but right from the Halifax airport, drive up to Andy Ganesh to the hotel, stay at the hotel, go to the track, go back and forth, back and forth, back to the airport, back here. And never seen the water, never seen anything, never even really seen Andy Ganesh. And the town is this big, Tony. It's only a dot. Anyway, uh, we're at the racetrack the one day. And I want to say that was the year Joey Logano was in as the NASCAR driver. And uh, I was talking to Paul McLean, the track manager at the time. And uh, Paul says, what are you doing here at the racetrack on Thursday? And I said, well, I would come in and set the gear up. It's practice day. I don't want to miss practice. And he goes, tomorrow, what are you doing? I said, well, we race tomorrow night, right? Friday night, the sportsmen are in. Yeah, but that's not the pro stock tour. That's Saturday. I said, I know, but I don't want to miss the sportsman. He said, you got to take your bride and show her Nova Scotia. I said, well, it's a little like we're a little tied up. And he goes, no, no, do the little cabin trail. I'll tell you where to go, and you do this trip with your wife. You will thank God you did. And uh, Sue goes, that's my kind of guy right there. Let's uh, let's go on a little tour. So we did. We had time, and we took the little cabin trail. You go into Tim Hortons, you turn left. You stay on that road, and you're on that road, Tony, for four hours. When you come <laughs> off that road, and it takes you all along the edge of the Bay of Fundy, and it is absolutely stunningly gorgeous. And there's little stops along the way, and you can read about. So we did it. We stopped, and we got right into it after we seen the water. And I went, oh, man, I didn't know everything was right here. And when you come off that road, I'm driving, and I said, Sue, we're lost. We've been on the road for like four hours. We are lost. And no sooner did I get it out of my mouth, and all of a sudden I looked, and I went, hmm, what's that? It's the 104 highway that we come up to Antigonish on. I'm going over the pass, overpass, and what is on my right but the speedway? Right there. Paul was right. He said, you turn left there and stay right on it, and it brings you right back to the track. I hear what you're saying. Long story short, it's a good idea to, you know, take in the sights, try and do it if you can. I know sometimes it's pretty tough because you arrive, do your job, you're going to warp 100, and then you got to fly out because you got to go do it again. Uh, and sometimes not possible. It's cool when you can. Absolutely, it is. We were fortunate or unfortunate, depending on how you look at it, I guess. Uh, you know, we, we've been doing stuff at, at Dell's Raceway Park the last couple of seasons as well on Pit Road TV and look forward to a, a great series and a great season there is again in 23. Um, but last year, we, we made our plans. Our, our normal mm-hmm. crew had an ARCA Midwest Tour race to do, which was on our same speed sport platforms. So we had to you know, divide and conquer, if you will. Right. So I took the wife up and I said, Hey, let's, let's go have some time. And, you know, we're looking at the forecast and it poor Jerry, Aubie, he, he lost like eight out of nine weeks to rain during that stretch of the stretch of the year. I felt so bad for him. And that unfortunately was one of them. Well, we had our plane tickets, we had everything else. And 
understandably he was reluctant to to pull the plug because of what he'd been through. Mm. So we get there and we're there. And I told the wife, like, you know, this is probably going to rain out. So let's, you know, make our plans. And so we go to the racetrack and Jerry's like, yep, I got to make the call. It's not looking good. Severe weather, blah, blah, blah. And it did. It was, it was a good decision to wash it out. But, yep. you know, we went up there, we knew we were going to have two days and that's a gorgeous area. If anybody ever gets a chance to take a super late model or a pro stock or anything to Wisconsin, to the Dells, mm. absolutely recommend it. The track's fantastic. The people that run it are awesome. And the area just to go to and hang out yeah. is wonderful. They call it the water park, water park capital of the world. But there's other entertainment, there's restaurants, there's plenty of cool stuff to do and see. And we really had a good time. And I was, as much as I wanted to be at the racetrack, I was also glad at that point that it did rain out, that she and I could have a little time together. Ah, that's perfect. That's what it's all about. And that's called enjoying a little bit of the job that you do. And you guys do a phenomenal job. If you've never tuned into Pit Row TV to this year, you got to do it. Um, so coverage would start, or do you got anything between here and uh, Speed Week for the Legend Cars. You got anything up? Yeah, we're going to have uh, actually Winter Heat from the Charlotte Motor Speedway on U.S. Legend Cars TV. Okay. So be on that side. Uh, we just had some karting that's a, fre a fresh replay, if you will, from the last 48 hours, two different days of events. So that's on there for subscribers, as is Daytona Kart Week and a lot of the other events, the Rumble in Fort Wayne. Uh, you can catch that replay with Tony Stewart and, and a number of others who were in those events. Yeah, that guy, you nah. know, never heard of him before, but they said he was pretty good. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but uh, we've got a lot of stuff. And there's some other events that, that we actually just had conversations yesterday about getting them on the schedule that will probably be pretty doggone cool. Uh, again, we've got a lot of things that are happening, that uh, things will be picking up here very soon. But, yeah, that subscription will get you access to everything, be it live or on demand. And there's a huge on-demand library. So if you're looking for, for some cool stuff, that's certainly something to uh, – to dial in. And the other thing, too, that we're attached to and, and kind of involved in, mm -hmm. um, you may have seen the announcement in, I guess, would have been November and then it went to December. Speed Sport One, which is tied in with the platform we're on with Speed Sport TV, yep. uh, a fast channel coming to various devices um, this year. It's going to be here in three or four months, I think, is the plan. And uh, that's going to begin to grow and expand. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff on there as well. Uh, that they've got, and we're going to have some hands behind the scenes in that as well. So a lot of cool stuff that uh, we're very fortunate to be part of. A lot of irons in the fire, so to speak, and uh, that's yes. the cool part. Tony, you guys do a fantastic job. Pit Row TV, uh, it, it, is there a .com for fans uh, to go in and log in and jump into the whole thing or just go Pit Row TV? Pit Row .TV, uh, that's the easiest way to get there. Uh, if you're like some folks and the .com is still in your head, though, we do also own pitrowtv.com. goes to the same place, but we always direct folks to pitrow, P-I-T-R-O-W, .tv, and it'll get you there, and you can catch everything that we've got uh, sitting there and everything we got cooking at that particular point in time. It'll blow your mind uh, from, you name it, to Pennsylvania and beyond. I'll tell you, these guys yep. do a dynamite job. Tony, thanks so much for the time tonight. Uh, genuinely love catching up with you this way. We've never done it via Zoom, but uh, this has been a gas, and I know we'll do more of it as we get into the season. Good luck at Speed Weeks. I'll be shaking Timmy's tree and probably yours by the time we get to it. Well, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure to be on. It always is anytime we get to join you. And, uh, yeah, folks, check us out. Like I said, pitrow.tv. We're also on social media. I got to get them all straight. There's 100 of them now, right? There's <laughs> Facebook and Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Just search at Pit Row TV, and you can probably find us on all of those. 
uh, to see all the cool stuff we've got going on. So uh, especially our TikTok, Garrett's been doing a heck of a job with our TikTok. When he shows up to our events, we we kind of borrow him from IMCA periodically. Ah. He does fantastic work. Uh, but uh, yeah, all those follow us on social media, and uh, we look forward to, to seeing folks uh, somewhere around the continent uh, here in the you know the next year. You're the man, and don't rub it into Tim Terry too hard with the with the Canadian team losing. Hey, look, they all come well, through Toronto right. at some point. They won in a shootout, four to three. Oh yeah. So now I'm even more disappointed because the Penguins <laughs> just. They were flightless last night as um, birds, ultimately. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's uh, uh, Sid. Sid the kid for you. He, he played good. Everybody else, unfortunately, did not. <laughs> you got to love it. Tony, thanks so much for the time, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jeff. You bet. Tony Stevens, Pit Road TV. You got to check these guys out. They do a phenomenal job. You can go there now. Even though they haven't got a live race right now, you can go back and view Races that they've done, and he's got a whole library, whole catalog of them there. Uh, excellent, excellent entertainment, and uh, you definitely want to do that. I am going to step out, take a quick break. When I come back, we're going to talk Motorama. I am 13 minutes behind. I was supposed to have uh, Greg on here 13 minutes ago, but that's me. I start losing my mind. I yak too much, and... Uh, we're going to have Greg McPherson on this very program in just a couple of moments. So you're going to stay there, and we will be back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. I'm Pete Becknell from Merrillville Speedway, and you're listening to Race Line Go. Oh. I knew I, I knew I knew that. <laughs> Is this a test? Hi, I'm Pete Becknell from Merrittville Speedway, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Perfect. <laughs> I want to make sure. I was you're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just Just a tap tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. What is SiriusXM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joey Logano will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shot him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. SiriusXM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. 
From the streets of Hoboken to the Vegas Strip, Frank Sinatra's music all in one place. You make me feel so young. Perfectly Frank, playing nothing but Sinatra. I got the world on a string. Perfectly Frank, listen anytime and anywhere on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al. Woo, shake and bake. Here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks, on our YouTube channel as well, at Race Time Radio TV, and on our website, the old way, uh, racetimeradio.com, and here to listen to the uh, live audio stream. But let's go back to the hotline, the guests zoom in, and uh, we're going to talk Motorama. It comes up in Toronto at the International Center. It's a show we all absolutely love as motorsports fans, as old car guys, as uh, custom car guys, tuners. This one has everybody covered, and it's all happening at the International Center, March 10th, 11th, and 12th. And the brains behind the whole thing is Greg McPherson from Inside Track Motorsport News. We got him with us. Greg, how you doing, buddy? I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, fantastic, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on. And uh, we, we've got lots of brains uh, behind the operation here. So it's a, it's a great team, and we're all excited that we're able to be doing the show again. Well, you are the lead brain power, let's oh, put it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, you guys anyway. do uh, a, a fantastic job. Buddy, finally. That pandemic is gone. It's in the rearview mirror. I know you could still get COVID, but uh, if you get your shots, you don't have to worry about too much. Uh, the show is going to be busted wide open, and we got a big one coming at us this year. Yeah, we were we were happy and lucky that we were able to put one on in April, but it was kind of seventy percent, and we were really close to the start of racing season. Like, in fact, the Saturday night was uh, opening night at Flamborough, and uh, so we're just so happy, like going back to the traditional date right before the start of March break, um, where the show's been for almost all of its 50 years uh, in different incarnations. And uh, it really is feeling good, like the, whether it's like 2019 or the lead up pre-COVID in 2020, where it was just amazing and everyone wants to come and it's a great way to start off the season. It, it's feeling like that again. Well, I missed it last year. I wanted to be at the show, but we did the Western Rattler 300 all live out in B.C., Penticton. Uh, we're going to be back out in B.C. this year, I hope. I'm going to find out. Our next guest is going to come up, Trevor. But uh, a good part is uh, the date has moved a week, and the show is back into March. So we're all set. Uh, I, I know Dave Franks called me the other night. You know Dave. Uh, excited Dave. Uh, I talked to, him, uh, conver- uh, talked to him for two minutes an hour later. Uh, Dave and I wrapped her all up, but he's doing good. And I know I look forward to catching up with Dave at the show. And that's the other neat part about the show too. Like, uh, it's been a long time since banquets or the end of season. Like we saw everyone at like say autumn colors and flambro and stuff, but, uh, yeah, it's so social too. Like everyone's friends. You, you, it's a, it's a great place to hang out. You know, you're going to see everybody there. So that's another neat part of it. 
Oh, so many memories. You know, I go back, uh, and I think way, way back, uh, even before I bought the Speedway, but uh, from the Speedway forward, uh, some of the different funny moments that took place at that show, uh, and it used to be called Performance World, it's Motorama. It's had different names, uh, but it is the same show at the International Center. Uh, when I think back, you know, um, I had two partners in All-Star. When it very first started, uh, Steve Slaughter and Kim Wallace. Uh, Kim at the time owned Peterborough and Cayuga. Steve owned Sunset Speedway, and I had Sobel. Well, I'll tell you what, never, never in the world would you link up with those two guys, especially in Toronto at that show. Um, my wife and I are doing our booth, trying to be a professional job, and here comes these these girls down there. They look like a pair of strippers coming down. It was Kim and Steve thought it would be a good idea to send these girls down to see, give me uh, uh, like to give me a birthday, a uh, 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 happy birthday. Yeah, so, lots of shenanigans. I oh, remember pictures from that too, with uh, like uh, Tony Novotny and Rick Hammond, and uh, oh god. Uh, Lots of laughs and, and good times, but a great way to start off the season as well. Uh, and one one thing that sticks in my mind, uh, and uh, uh, Rob Morton, bless his soul, he's not with us anymore. A good friend of yours, uh, of course, Inside Track Motorsport News. Uh, but Rob Morton was a good friend of ours, too. And we would be set up side by side a lot of years and Rob and his wife would be there taking care of the uh, inside track booth. And Susie and I'd be over there. And uh, Rob would look over and I'd be handing schedules out or Sue would be handing posters out. And I'd look over at Morton and they're they're sitting there and they're doing their thing and handing stickers and magazines out. And then it would die down a little bit. I'd look over at Rob and he took from the leaf display next door, he grabbed one of those neck collars. That used to do up. The racers used to wear a donut around their neck. Today, now they've got Hans device, Hutchins device. A lot better protection for the head. Uh, back in those days, all they had was this donut-looking thing. Marty grabbed it off the dummy that was beside him in the, uh, in the leaf display, and he put it on his head. Well, hilarious. I, lo- I busted a gut. Uh, I believe we got a photo of it somewhere. Uh, where Morty's got that thing stuck on his head. But we had a lot of fun uh, yeah. with all you guys. Man, we had a lot of good times. Yeah. No, we miss him like heck, but it's, it's kind of getting to the point. It's been about a year and a half now that uh, you smile more than you want to cry when you think of him. So uh, he was a character and a, and a nice man and a great partner. So, And he and Fran, you know, we all did do everything. So, uh, you know, he and Fran were the, the great ones at the track and, and uh, knew everybody and uh, they're the face of it sort of in the field for so many people. So, yeah, Rob, Rob and Fran are awesome. And that's what the Motorama show does. It pulls the industry together. I don't care if you're friend or foe. It pulls the industry together. You will see everybody that's in this industry. Uh, now, I shouldn't say everybody because, of course, we've got a big country here. You've got Eastern Canada. You've got Western Canada. But I can tell you. At times, we had exhibitors from Alberta. Remember the guys doing the little cards? Uh, they were there from Alberta. Uh, we've had uh, companies there from uh, 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 Targa, Newfoundland was set up. Mm-hmm. I remember interviewing the guy, uh, Robert Gnu from uh, Targa, Newfoundland. So, uh, like, it does come together from across the country. And one day, Greg, we're all going to get our wish, and everybody in Canadian Motorsports will show up to it. 
but it's always a building in process, right? Yeah, for sure. One of, one of the neat things we do at the show, and absolutely everyone's welcome from across Canada, our friends uh, at Fast Eddie uh, Speedwear, they sponsor our Night of Champions, which has just really grown. We started that in our old CME days, the, the show that we had before this. Yeah. And uh, so it started off with uh, Short Track Night of Champions, and it grew. We added drag racing and then road racing last year, and uh, it's, it's gotten well. So if you're a Canadian racer actually competing anywhere, but if you won a Canadian full-season championship at a track or a series, you're welcome to register and come and be honoured and celebrated on the stage that night. Um, we're hoping to get uh, 150 between the three different disciplines this year. And, uh, you know, it's cool when people go to their banquets, win a track championship, and mm -hmm. it's like two or three or four, you know, class champions. But right. this night is really cool on the stage there. That'll be the Saturday night, uh, March... 11th mm -hmm. um over the course of the afternoon and into the night to just anyone uh, champions from all over different racing disciplines kids up to to grown-ups and the, the the elites and the different touring series and they're, they're all uh treated like heroes that night yeah and nowhere else nowhere else will you be able to go and get a collection of that cross-section that you're going to get uh not to mention the champions you've got uh uh, the displays, the cars that are going to be on display, the talent. I think back, Greg, to the days uh, I, I met uh, um, uh, Paul Tracy at the show. He came in one year. Yeah. I know we had Matt Kenseth come through the show one year. Max Pappas sat with us one year. Uh, like the the stories and uh, like it's incredible. What do you got on tap for this year's edition? I know it's building, but what do you yeah. got on tap so far? So in, in terms of the racing, like I said, just off the bat, um, it really feels like the racing part of it's coming back strong with us being off uh, the late April where we were last year. So uh, it's just the, the tracks and series are coming back. So the uh, Color Hall 1B, the uh, Stone Ridge Racing Zone mm -hmm. with uh, presented by Inside Track, um, just lots of tracks and series. I'll just, just quickly looking. Um, United Racing Series, so uh, Luke Ramsey, APC, um, the Superstock Series, and Oscar under that umbrella, they're going to come with a big display. Um, mm -hmm. Ontario Sportsman Series, they're coming in again with a big display. Nice. Great Lakes Legends, hoping to hear confirmation Tuesday on the uh, the Pinty Series participating. Um, and then Road Racing, Bark, CASC, Drag Racing, Canada Heads Up, Toronto Motorsport Park. So uh, it's... It, and then all the tracks. So just a brief rundown. Flamborough, Peterborough, Full Throttle, Sunset, who's get, which are going to have the Bill Zardo senior car in there, which yeah. is going to be awesome. Really nice tribute. Yes. And Sobble, and Sobble Speedway. So uh, anyway, it's, it's, it is like old times, and uh, the, the tracks and series are, are there and to hand out their schedules, talk to fans, talk to racers. Did I hear you say you're waiting for confirmation on Canada's National Series? Uh, yeah, don't, anyway. Come on. Uh, no, 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 no. It's We're, Canada's anyway. national show. Canada's national show is going to be there. No, no, I'm with you right there. Yeah. But I know, uh, you know. Yeah, if they're not signed up or they're not signed up, they got to do that. Come on now, guys. Well, no, no, no. We're certainly hoping. And, yes. uh, you know, obviously it's a very busy time. They're, they're you know, working to get their schedule out, I'm sure. And, and <laughs> Yeah, they haven't things. got that done yet. Yeah. So, so anyway, it's a yeah. very, very busy time. So uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. I hope we're one of the dominoes that falls. It, it we'll would see. be kind of cool. You get a lot yeah. of personalities that come through, not only in the racing world, 
But in the car world, uh, uh, you got any names you can leak out tonight I, that are I, coming? I do. And actually, a bit of a scoop. So um, since, I'm trying to think, since about uh, Halloween time when we announced that Dave Kindig was going to be coming on the Saturday of the show mm-hmm. from Bitch and Ride. So there's... Uh, you know, he's, I think he's about one of the hottest guys in the industry right now in terms of car building and the, yep. the shows and, and that type of thing. So uh, we just, it, it, things are going very well, like for the show, and we wanted to uh, try and extend the time that he's coming. So we're actually, he's going to be there the Saturday and now the Sunday as well. Nice. So people coming on the Sunday will get a chance to meet Dave Kindig. Um, one of the neat things, uh, Bad Chad from Down East, obviously, you, yep. you know and love uh, that area. He builds wicked um, cars, man. Oh, yeah, no fun. And, and just nice. And, and it's Queen Jolene. And uh, so they're they're coming back. So they'll be there all three days. And one of the neat things they're doing is participating in a, uh, a roof chop, Lincoln Electric sponsoring a roof chop. Cool. So the uh, local fella, Kenny Holmes, uh, offered up his car. Uh, I think 34 Plymouth. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, offered up his car, and uh, so Bad Chad, and I think just some members of car clubs and some different guys over the course of the weekend are going to do a roof chop right there. Gotta love it. That's the kind of thing that's kind of cool at the show. You got tuners, you got everything at this show. Greg, if I could just make one request, if you can find, I don't know whether it's possible or not, but do you know who would be cool from an old guy car standpoint? If you could get those loons off of Rust Valley, uh, if we could get the Rust Brothers there, either Avery or Mike Hall or Connor, if we could get one of those three or all three of them to drop into the show, wouldn't that be cool? Uh, I know their new season is coming up. Uh, I follow them all the time on uh, Instagram. I love that show. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of fun. I, I love it too. And that's definitely on the list for it at some point. So whether or not happens this year, uh, they would be welcome, and uh, you know they'd be a great draw. So, oh, yeah, man. Good idea. It would be a lot of fun. Now, uh, fans can stay up to date on everything that's coming out for Motorama, and I know we are just coming off the holidays, and I know things will be all happening in between now and showtime. I, I have followed you forever. It just about comes out daily. If you don't follow on social media, you should. But if uh, someone wants to check it out, maybe be an exhibitor, do whatever, how do they get in touch with you, bud? Absolutely. If you go to uh, MotoramaShow.com, or if you want to send us an email straight to info at MotoramaShow.com, um, we'll get right on it. We've all you know, got several people watching that stuff. Um, call us anytime if you want as well. But, uh, yeah, just reach out anyway. We've got daily news happening. It's starting to ramp up. We're just inside of two months now. And... Uh, yeah, we've got a couple spots left uh, in the racers corral. That's another thing where you know guys show off their cars right at the start of the year when they're looking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, it costs the same to put a car there that it does in the rest of the show now. So uh, if if you want to show off your sponsors and show off your car before it heads into battle, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know that's that's another thing. So the, on the main rotator at the homepage there, it'll uh, one of the things is register a vehicle if you'd like to do that and. Uh, you can enter a car in the racers corral talking to the racers out there. Isn't that cool? Good stuff, Greg. You know what? This has been fun. How's Mel? How's the family? Everybody well? Everyone's great. Yeah, thank you so much. Good. And, and hi to Sue, and I hope uh, Joe's foot heals up. Yeah, it's going to. It's going to. Sue's in the produ- uh, production studio there. She heard you. She can see you. So, uh, yeah, she just said, say hi to Greg. Uh, uh, do me a favor. Uh, be well. Be well and get this thing fired up. This is going to be a great Motorama, and I know we're going to be down there. 
and the other thing is just to throw this at you now we've got a sure. stage a stone ridge stage in our in the racing zone mm-hmm. and we we open it up to our, our partners in the media so Perfect. um if, if you're available and you'd like to do that then we'll, we'll give you time on the stage and you can you know bring some guests or talk to other people just in the racing zone and uh, do a show from there if you'd like hands down greg i'm i'm coming yeah it's gonna okay, be a blast awesome. uh i love motorama and uh been great seeing you too buddy and say yeah. hi to david and say hi to the whole crew Absolutely. Thank you so much, Joe. You bet. That's Greg McPherson. You can follow him along. You don't want to miss Motorama. Uh, March 10th, 11th, and 12th, always big stuff happening at the International Center Toronto. The last break, I promise. We're going to hit it here. On the other side, Trevor Siebert from BC. We're talking RS1 Cup Series next, right here, live on Race Time Radio. Stay with us, everybody. Let the dogs out! Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew, also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store. You can count on Napa know-how. Actor, comedian, producer, musician, and Oscar nominee, Dan Aykroyd has done it all. Aykroyd was an original cast member of SNL starting in 1975, and his legendary characters include one half of two wild and crazy guys and, of course, Elwood Blues. From Ghostbusters to Coneheads to Driving Miss Daisy to Crystal Head Vodka, he is one of Canada's most accomplished citizens. Dan Aykroyd, 2005 inductee on Canada's Walk. Of fame. Iconic games. 43 points for Stephen Curry. The Golden State Warriors have recaptured home court. One of the best players in the league requesting a trade. The Suns and the Heat are among the two teams Durant has on his wish list. And saying goodbye to one of the greatest players that ever lived. The passing of NBA legend Bill Russell today at the age of 88. If you missed our top 10 NBA stories of 2022 with Frank Isola and Mitch Lawrence, hear it anytime with the SXM app. Just search NBA Radio. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Oh. It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. You've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And just like that, we are back with you all live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM Channel 167. Don't forget to check out our YouTube page, Race Time Radio TV. And uh, we are going back to the Skype, no, not Skype, Zoom hotline. And we welcome in 
Trevor Siebert. Now we're going to talk RS1 with Trevor. Of course, Penticton Speedway Area 27 and RS1 Cup Series Racing. It's Trevor Siebert. He's back with us. Trevor, you're looking good tonight. You got more light on you, buddy. You look good. That's good. I, I, I've been playing with uh, lighting all afternoon to try and make myself look better. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you like a peach. You got me good? I do. Good. I do. Good, good, good. How's the week gone for you? Gone well, actually. I spent the entire week up in Penticton. <clears throat> you know, as, as we've talked about before, I live in mm-hmm. Vancouver, but I spend an awful lot of time in Penticton because, of course, um, we have the two racetracks up here, Area 27 and Penticton Speedway. And and then the whole operation with Avion Motorsports is uh, is in the neighborhood here, too. So, you know, it's our slower time of the year for a construction business. So, I've you know, I've had an opportunity to hang out here a little bit and, and do a lot of those uh, chores, if you will, that you always want to get at during the season that you can't quite get to. So I've been spending quite a bit of time this week talking with uh, members of the team and different things here and getting some things organized for, for the summer. Yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, you've got everything front-end loaded, man. As soon as, uh, like, spring breaks out there, your tracks both open up, your business goes crazy, you're in the air all the time, flying pin to pin. Uh, you, you sort of load it all up on that one end. And I might add, you're an accomplished race car driver. Uh, it doesn't seem to matter what you get in. You're competitive. If you're not racing here in Canada, uh, you've been known to slide across the border and jump into the odd oh, wing missile and everything else that you do. Um, and you don't go down there just to run. You go down there to win, and you usually do it. Uh, what's uh, what's all been happening for you? I know you're getting ready to go. How is RS1 Cup Series looking first? Looking great. Um, you know, we've got uh, uh, a lot of attention from uh, a bunch of younger drivers again, um, you know, that want to enter the series. It's, it's kind of our forte where we have a series that is very economical, very high – very high level of uh, competition and and uh, and quality of car and being able to do that at the level we do when it comes from the financial side is is just uh, very attractive to uh, to everybody really but uh, like I always say it's usually the younger drivers that have to go out and find the money those of us that have maybe put their years in in motorsports and done the sponsorship thing and stuff like that and Oh, no, we weren't going to the big show or we weren't there anymore. Yeah. Um, I always say most of us have went and worked and we've got something behind us to be able to pay our way now. Uh, but the younger people, of course, they can't do that. So that's really what we developed the series for was to help them out along too. And we got a lot of people, a lot of people talking to us all the time about what we can do. And they're always amazed by the cost because they, you know, you tell them what the budget is minus crash clauses, but mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of crashes there. I mean, we knock fenders off and stuff, but, yep. but very seldom we have big ones. And, you know, they're just blown away by that. They're saying, okay, let me get this straight. Okay, that's that's per weekend? And no, that's per year. Per year, like, yeah. Hey, what am I missing? And you're not yeah. missing anything. What you're missing is an opportunity. So get yeah. out here. Get out here and get it done. I might add right now, and it'd be an opportune time to do it. it. And we get a lot of new listeners week to week on Race Time Radio. And we want to welcome absolutely all of you. And if you don't know what RS1 Cup Series is, uh Turn on Rev TV at the end of the show. We end at 9 o'clock on Sunday night. We are live right now. Turn on Rev TV Canada because I'll tell you the Area 27 finale from 2022 airs tonight on Rev TV Canada. You don't want to miss it. I'm telling you, it was wild. Watch it. 
Uh, good caveat into what we're talking about here, Trev. They are a beautiful race car. They're nimble. They stop on a dime. They go like Jack the Bear. And they are a containment car. They are a beautiful race car. And guys don't necessarily. Now, they're going to want to buy race cars. But they don't necessarily have to buy their way in. They can rent a ride to start, right? Absolutely. So we have, uh, I don't know what the exact count is. I, I do know we have exactly 28 R- RS1s, uh, but um, I believe there's probably 20, 21, 22 in there that are actual owners that own their car. We we built them for those people. They own them outright. Uh, we take care of them. We manage them. We house them. We do everything to those cars. And then the other, whatever that leaves, uh, six, seven cars, um, some we own half shares in. Um, you know, where somebody says, look, I, it doesn't make financial sense or I can't quite swing it to own the whole car. So Avion Motorsports uh, typically owns the other half. And then we find rental rental drivers for the other half of the time. And, you know, people might wonder, well, how does that work? I'm supposed to be in the car. Well, we have two series. We have the Challenge Series and we have the Cup Series. So depending on what series you're in, it leaves the car open for the opposite series. And uh, so it works very well. Helps, again, helps with the financial side of things to, to pay for the car. You're you're basically splitting a cost of maintenance between two drivers. Yeah, and then and then we have, uh, you know, ones that we own outright uh, in Avia Motorsports, and those are the arrive and drive scenarios on a rental program. And and again, that it it usually lends itself more to, again to the younger drivers who can't quite afford to go out and buy their car. Right. You know, the old guys usually rent one from us for a race or two and go, man, I love this stuff, but I want to have my own. I want to be able to come here. It's wrapped in my colors, my name on the door, my number, and leave it that way. And absolutely, so they end up usually buying a car. Uh, the younger guys get into it, uh, at least try a rental deal for a few races, uh, um, you know, because it's very affordable. And they can see what they can do in those cars. And again, they get attracted to it. And then they realize, I should own my own car. Because it does lower the cost over time, of course, because oh, sure. it's your own. Yeah, now yeah. you're just paying for the maintenance and the operation of it once you own it. The other very cool thing we've been able to to do with the RS1s, and, and uh, Al and I, Al Liebert, and I have both been uh, very conscious of, of making sure that we keep the resale value of these cars up mm-hmm. so that when you do invest in a car, they're a $130,000 car now, which they really should be a $180,000 car. We make no money on these cars when we build them and sell them. I can tell you that. Right. Al and I made a deal years ago where we we're going to sell these cars at cost. We're going to build the series first. We'll worry about making money on the sale of the cars some other time. Right. First, you have to have the series. So we've done that. So our, our car price now is 130000 thereabouts. And when we first started six years ago, our goal was to build a car for under hundred grand. Well, that was even then was, was tough. But we managed and we, and we sold quite a few cars under that. Now, getting back to the resale thing, um, you know, I, we're not scared of talking dollars, right? And no. that's something you never hear about. People are, I'm saying it in public right now. We yep. have never sold a used car for less than $75,000. Right. And that includes the ones that are five or six years old. Yeah. Okay. And the so cool they part is. So, so I've got, I've got, sorry, but I've got owners that spent 15 grand to own a car for five years and traded it in or sold it to somebody else and bought a new car. Yeah. Try, try I mean, to do that with anybody unheard. else. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Unheard of. Not to mention the fact that uh, I have never seen, uh, like I did last year, the RS1 Cup Series, man, it not only uh, I gravitated to it, but it grabbed me. 
it's a very, very cool series to watch. Uh, there wasn't one driver, Trevor Siebert, that I seen come into the series, try it once, and then go home. No, that's, not that's once. Very true. Yeah, uh, they yeah, come I, back. I tell people we give you the first hit, and after that, the addiction's your problem, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's true. They they get in these cars and they love it. I I think back about when Andrew Ranger came out for the first time, or or uh, Jr. Fitzpatrick, or. Uh, or, um, you know, JP. some of the other boys that have run a lot of the Pinty stuff, for yeah. example, and, and they come out and they look at the car and it, it, it looks similar to a Pinty's car. I mean, we use the same body. Right. Okay. But they get in the thing and it stops and it turns and it goes and they get on. They go, what the, what's the difference here, guys? Like, I mean, they're beautifully built. Yep. But what's the big difference? I said, I'll tell you what the big difference is. We left 700 pounds at the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that uh, I think the Pinty's cars are around a thirty-one hundred pound car, if I remember correctly, and we're ours are coming out of the shop at uh, twenty-four fifty yeah. without the driver. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean that's light. So you try and stop that compared to something that's packing five, six, seven hundred pounds more in it, and it's just night and day. Oh yeah. So they, they got a wing you know, on and, the back. They're a beautiful well, car. Well, and again at, at Area Twenty Seven, you know, you got a lot of guys driving different things. You know, they'll be out there in a Radical or out there in a, in a, in a really high-end street car or whatever. Even some open-wheel cars. They bring everything to the track, like mm-hmm. most racetracks, and, and just run it on our track days. And I'll say, get in this thing. Try this thing out. And they get out, and, they, and they're and they totally blown away. I said, I had no idea how well this thing would handle. I said, I know. You've probably been told, oh, those grocery getters, those are boats, this or that. But Because <laughs> yeah. they look that way a little bit. Let's be serious. The stock cars always look that way. Yeah. Right? Taxi cab. <laughs> but, but they're not once you strap yourself into it. Oh, yeah. And, that, and I've got a lot of those guys. They tried it one time, and they got out, and went, okay, now I, uh, this is cool. I want to get out there with the other 25 guys and go play. Now, they're evenly matched. When we say evenly matched, I mean um, uh, the IROC uh, uh, Crown Royal series that we used to see in NASCAR, where those cars were evenly matched. Uh, You had a guy like Dave Marcus uh, testing and tuning all the cars to match them all up. And then you would see all the drivers come in, get into the cars, and they're evenly matched. I'm talking that evenly matched. because they're all fed, watered, and housed at Avion Motorsports, they get those cars with the same setup, the same, the same, the same parts, the same everything. The difference is the driver behind the wheel. And it's not to say that you haven't got any adjustment, because you do. You can adjust tire pressure. You can adjust uh, what load bolt in the rear, right? Uh, uh, you can adjust the panel bar in the back. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're allowed to adjust the wing. A lot of people say, oh, that wing doesn't mean nothing. Trevor, does that wing mean anything? Well, I tell you, anybody who knows anything about aerodynamics knows that at 160 mile an hour, if you roll your window down and stick your hand out, there's aerodynamics out there. Now, if you take a uh, one foot wide by seven foot wide or whatever our wing is in the back and try and hold that out the window and see what happens. (laughs) And do that, do that 100 kilometers an hour, not 160 miles an hour, which is what we're doing going, you know, going down into turn two at Area 27. It absolutely does something. And we have a front, uh, a front splitter on the car too. So the, right. the balance is there. You know, if we didn't have the splitter, we'd have a problem. We'd have way too much arrow in the back. Uh, the schedule is out uh, for the RS1 Cup Series. And Al tuned us into this before the holidays. You got something brand new that you're going to be doing right off the bat. I had no idea there was a short track, not a short track oval, but a short track at Area 27 
but he tuned me in. You're going to use it, too, on a non-points-paying event right off the beginning of the year. Tell us about that. Yeah, so when we designed Area 27, um, Jock and I and Bill had this, uh, I don't know, uh, not a theory, but we, we just, we loved racetracks that were true racetracks, not test tracks, because you see a lot of the new tracks now, they brag about how many configurations. we got 16 different configurations we can do, and you look at them, it looks like somebody threw spaghetti on the ground. Yeah. And that's great if that's what you do in training, but we wanted a racetrack, a through and through racetrack. So, you know, but when you have a three-mile-long racetrack, it's a long way to go around when you have a yellow or you have an emergency vehicle, whatever. So we built what we call the bypass, and it and it's basically turns it into a half track. We also have a provision in the design that I did that we can put the other half of the bypass in, if you will, so we can make two tracks out of it. Right now, you can either run the long version or the short version. And when you watch an Area 27, uh, or sorry, uh, uh, an RS1 race, you if you see the 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 pace car laps, mm-hmm. we actually go through what we call the short course. Ah. We have this theory that nobody cares about going for three miles on a yellow flag or on or prior to getting the green. So we go through the bypass and we shorten it. And and we've always talked about having a race where we use the bypass. It's built. It's part of a race track. It was probably designed to be used as a racetrack. It's not just a road. There's curbing right. there and everything else. And, uh, and so, yeah, we're going to do that. So we have what we're calling preseason thunder. And it's a non-points race, um, you know, just to give another race at, at Area 27 because we were a bit biased towards too many ovals compared to the road course thing. And and our our, our thoughts are we're, we haven't quite come up with the whole scheme yet, but we're going to try and incorporate a bit of a, a bit of a team program, if you will, between the, the challenge drivers and the cup drivers. And we're not quite sure how we're going to do that, but uh, we'll do it in that fashion. Just to kind of break the ice in the spring, give some people a chance to get out there. But we're going to run at least one of the races. We're going to use the, the short track. The other thing it does is it sure. gives it gives the people watching something. They can watch the entire race, I guess. You can see the entire track from a couple of locations there if you run the short course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's going to add a totally different element to it. You're going to be able to do the long course that day. You're going to be able to do the short course right. and then back to the long course. It's going to be a real one of those uh, attention getters. Even the guys that are used to running RS1 Cup Series are going to look at that and go, huh, Trevor, you come up with a new wrinkle. Good deal. I can't wait. Well, so you, you talked a little bit about the setup, and it doesn't sound like much, but but there's something there between tire pressure, panhard bar, and wing. Now you run the short course. Does the wing really pay much, you know? Yeah. Does, is there much advantage to using the wing? And the other thing that's gone on over the years, guys got a little bit smarter with this thing and say, well, geez, we run mostly left-hand turns. What if I ran the panhard bar or my air pressures or whatever to to try and run more lefts than right? And I'll give up a right-hand corner to make a really good left-hand corner. And maybe vice versa. I don't know. Guys are trying different things to get an advantage because the cars are identical. And so when you run the short course, you go from the long to the short to the long. But you're going to see a lot of guys underneath their car or getting one of the Avion guys under their car to change their, you know, to change a panhard bar and, and make a couple of changes to switch back and forth. But of course, you're, you're kind of, it, it, what I like about it is everybody's in the same boat. We're not going to get a chance to practice on it necessarily. Maybe right. we'll do a morning warm up on it for a couple laps, but yeah. you won't have a chance to figure it out. So now it truly is about well, let's see which one of you guys can feel what your car needs quicker yeah. than the next guy too. Throw that at it. So and I like that doing that in the environment in a non points race. Yes. Right. Yeah. So. If you get it wrong, it's a bit of a 
situation where you can kind of tease each other about how you mess it up or how you did good or what did you do or whatever. Maybe right. even share some information without giving away the farm because it's not for points. Yeah, no, and that's a great idea to do it that way. And uh, it, it kind of sounds like a little bit of a Penticton or a Saskatchewan. Uh, let's throw away turn one and two so we can get turn three, four kind of idea, right? Like uh, yeah. it, both ends are slightly different. Are you going to be really good in one, two? Or are you going to be good in three, four? You want the well, car to be good all the way around, but... If you if you look at it, there is only one right-hander. Yeah. If you run the short course, it's a whole... Well, there's two, I guess. There's yeah. two. I forgot about one. Uh, so there's two right-handers, and I have to count up the rest. But anyways, it's mostly left-hand turns. So be pretty interesting, all right, to see if some guys try and dump a bunch of air out of one side and maybe actually put some stagger in the car and, and different things like that as well. So, because we run a, we run a locker rear end, right? So once you yeah, get your foot yeah. in the thing, it, it acts, you know, the stagger would help you on the left-hand turns, but our, we've got a fairly sharp hairpin in there and a fairly fast right-hand sweeper, I guess, in the mix. Are you going to give too much away on that? No. Yeah. Again, I, I think I think it's kind of cool. I think uh, it's, it's that type of weekend where you don't have all the marbles in there. You're not worrying about really mess up the weekend at the start of the season. You kind of get the cobwebs out and, and give some people an opportunity to try some things with their car. Yeah. And, then it, uh, then it gets before real. They go to the points before they start collecting points. Yeah. Yeah. And when it, when the points all come around, you're going to want to have your ducks in a row. Cause I'll tell you what, you're going against some of the best across Canada right there in the RS one cup series. Uh, got some listener viewer questions. And one of them comes from Glenn Cameron. Uh, loves the RS1 Cup Series. Witnessed it on Rev TV Canada. Uh, he lo- and he really likes you, Trevor, as a driver. Uh, he'd like to know, someday will this come to Ontario? He can see this RS1 Cup Series uh, running at Delaware and Sobble and uh, different racetracks. Uh, he aspires to see this sucker come across Canada. Is that in the plan one day? Well, you know, I've, I've been asked that question forever since we made the first car, right? And, um, you know, I, I, I preface it by saying I, I don't say really no to anything that might be a possibility down the road because you, you see how things grow and they evolve and, and it starts to make sense. I think right now what what my focus has been has been West Coast. And, and probably the biggest reason for that is um, if you look in Ontario and you look in Quebec, it's really saturated with a lot of good racing series. It really is, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're talking short track or whether you're talking road course stuff, whatever you're doing, there's, there's a lot of good series there. You know, would we find a home there? Uh, yeah, probably, I guess. I mean, we've got a formula that nobody's doing right now. Yeah. Uh, but I, it won't happen in, in, in 2023 or four. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty confident in that. But we are pretty uh, putting a lot of effort into making this thing go up and down the West Coast, including, uh, you know, the U.S. Mm-hmm. So a lot of beautiful tracks in California and Nevada and Arizona, you know, Tucson, uh, Sears Point, you know, where that's called today. Uh, yeah. Laguna yeah, yeah. Seca, all those great tracks. You know, I can really see us being down in, in those areas and attracting a, a bigger U.S. contingent, especially for the dollars. You go across the board there and mm. across the border, and all of a sudden you got a 30% least advantage on your money. Right, right. Those guys probably just do it on the side of everything else they're doing <laughs> just to do it because it's like it's just a cheap add-on for them, right? Oh, absolutely. 
uh, Glenn. Well, I appreciate the sorry. I, I appreciate the um, the sentiment that that uh, they'd like to see us over there, and uh, I don't know. Maybe it is a one off race sometime, or you know, once a year type of thing where we where we travel to the east. It's very expensive though, and some of it goes against our our, our core by keeping the cost down. Absolutely, it does. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, Glenn followed up with another question a little bit later, and he says, "Hey, Motorama's coming up." Is there a chance we could ever meet Trevor Siebert at Motorama and uh, maybe see an RS1 car there? So I was given a great opportunity uh, by uh, one of the very well-known participants. There, I won't say anything yet because we haven't done anything, but I was right. given a, a personal uh, invitation to bring one of our RS1s to show it off there and to have myself and maybe Riley and maybe a few of our other drivers actually come out and introduce ourselves in our series and show off the car and stuff like that. So um, we do have a couple of cars back East right now uh, mm-hmm. at L Levers that are getting refurbished. Unfortunately, that um, this opportunity came up very recently and, and I don't know if we'll have those cars back together. Mm-hmm. I am looking at another way of pulling this off though, having a car there. I would love to be there. I think it would be even better if I'm there with a car. I think people need to see what we've got yes, uh, and uh, and experience it. And then it, it attracts attention. And then we can talk to them about what our program really is about. Because we do need to be there. We do have a lot of drivers that come out of the East. Oh, yeah. So a lot of attention out of the East. So, From Ontario uh, makes- and even further East, all the way out to Newfoundland, oh, Nova Scotia. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And welcome them uh, to BC and to jump into an RS1 Cup car. Yeah. So so back to his question. Uh Stand, stay tuned, stay right? Tuned. Uh, I'm seeing what I can do to to pull that off in short order because this opportunity just came up very recently. That, that's cool, Trev. Uh, I know more than the one fan would enjoy meeting you. Uh, we have in the NASCAR Pinty Series back in the day when it was the Canadian Tire Series. Met you and Riley. Both of you ran the series. Uh, but look, now you got, uh, you're a multi-winner. And uh, Riley, how about it? Western Rattler 300 winner, RS1 Cup Series champion. His accolades keep growing. It'd be kind of cool to see him back in Ontario soil just to say hello. That'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we, you know, we do have to show off our talent that we have out here. And he did a great job winning that. We've got plenty of other drivers that uh, that have uh, the same kind of talents and we need to show them off. And, uh, you know, that's what our series is about is uh, grow some of this young talent. Trev, we are up along the top of the clock again. You see that? You and I can blow through time just like nothing. But I do want to remind everybody to tune in to Rev TV Canada to catch the RS1 Cup Series. If you're watching on Sunday Night Live or listening like you should, it's going to start in like a minute and a half on Rev TV Canada. Uh, you got Rev TV there. You're gonna uh, crank it on and watch what I have, you did. I'm in my RV. I don't have it, but Riley's got it about two kilometers away in his condo so i might have to jump my truck and run over there and join him watch it tonight oh do it do it trevor thanks so much for the time brother i know i look forward to getting you on again and uh we'll get some updates rs1 cup uh competition the schedule is up to date it's on avion uh, motorsports.com and thanks so much for the time genuinely appreciate it bud Thanks, Joe. Always appreciate being on your show. You betcha. That's Trevor Siebert. Uh, Always dynamite to catch up with Trevor. Uh, That is going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Uh, We are right there. Man, I'll tell you what. Surely enjoyed it. Got to thank Sue here in the Race Time Radio studio. Got to thank Scotty back in Toronto and all of our guests here tonight. Man, it's been cool talking 
everything from soup to nuts. Joe Jr., get that foot healed up. We've got to get you back in the studio uh, and, and get feeling better. But that's going to do it. I'm Joe Chisholm. You enjoy yourself. Have a great week. Speed Weeks is coming. We'll talk new Smyrna next week. Kane Lapsovich will join us next week. We'll talk Daytona, Arca. Oh, we got a great one coming at you. Have a good week, everybody, and be safe. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.